as you can see, I have something new on. It's the Move the Puppy shirt. I'll give a shout out to um, uh, Cuffs the Legend. He's uh, somebody I've been following for a while. He's on Twitter. He's on Instagram. So I like to tell people that I support what they do. So um, he's, you know, he's giving me some advice on some coaching stuff and things. I'm like, well, how can I support? So I went to his site and, uh, you know, bought a couple shirts. Good guy. I've been following him on and off for, for, for like since 2011. So he's always got some good opinions. So, you know, you got to support people, you know, so that's what I'm doing. Follow him, Cuffs the Legend. He's on Instagram. Move the puppies. Move the puppies, if you guys don't understand, that's a basketball term for when you slide your feet when you're guarding somebody. Ball players, if you ain't never played no ball, you probably don't understand it. Probably went over your head. Let's do it, Cole. Highs and lows. Cole, what we got going for this week or highs and lows? Shoot. Okay, well, I have to say uh, the highs for actually the last two weeks is I'm house-sitting uh, over there in Crystal Cove. So I get mm -hmm. to hang out in the jacuzzi every day and just look at the beach. It's pretty sweet. Oh, Yeah. The lows is, uh, I'd have to say, I mean, there really hasn't been too many lows. I've, I've been actually pretty positive these last couple of weeks, so I'm digging it. That's good. It's always good to be positive. My high was I actually in political science that I'm taking. I actually uh, got a perfect score on all three of the quizzes I took last week, which, is, which was a miracle. Um, and then uh, my low was I'm working on uh, my final in uh, psychology, and I'm all over the place and have no idea. It's like 17 steps that need to be turned in. I'm only on number three. But you know, you know we're here. Uh, let, let's do it, Cole. As you know, it's never about the cake. First episode of this, we're going to kick it off. We've got a good show for you today. Sunset 17 Studios. It's the three-headed monster. Me, Murph, Cole, we all here. So let's get this. Let's do it. You know, I always like to start a little bit of music. Nothing's gonna change. New name, same thing happening. Make sure I have my notes ready so I don't be losing my thought. You know. Summer solstice, sun is setting, under moonlight, I find you. Well, this is another shout out to my man Cuz. Cuz got a good musical taste. He put me on to this guy Brandon Banks. So this intro for you, Cuz, when you check out the show, I don't want no problems. I just put some things on here that I know that you would like. We'll give you your flowers, man. We get flowers over here. I could write a book on your body. It be my comedy. Yeah, Sunset 17 Studios. We just started. It's never about the cake. It's a new name. Merchandise coming soon. Feeling good. Feeling good. Yeah, like I said, uh, you know, this is my little intro for Cuffs. I don't do a lot of songs, Cuffs, but I just want to give you your flowers. Move the puppies. Follow my guy. It's another person he put me on. Got a lot of good taste, man. Man got a lot of good taste. Cologne, all type of stuff, man. Give the man his flowers, y'all. As long as I'm moving forward, never backtracking. Whole time I'm thinking it was supportive, they was backstabbing. Yeah. I know the niggas that hate on Corrine in this tax bracket. Bro, sad man, this ain't the time for you to act stagnant. Never said no when it come to sis, I always cash app it. 80% of the pills fake, they all bad batches. Niggas come home, might take a break, but end up back shackled. I've been done wrong, had my heart break, but I'm still loving. Still loving. 
until I feel nothing. Yeah. my bitch, I stopped dumping, but I'm still dumping. You know, here we go. Once again, it's never about the cake. First episode, it's really the fifth episode, but the first episode is this name. And I've been thinking this week about a lot of things, thinking about a lot of things. You know, a couple weeks ago, I did the actual podcast about uh, some friendship, but I never put it out because I didn't like how it went. But I was thinking about it, and I think uh, today I'm going to talk about it a little bit. Talk about it a little bit. So I was thinking, I've seen something where somebody was saying they were doing an interview on somebody on the side and they asked the person they said um how long you guys how long have you guys been friends and she responded they were like been friends for like 15 years and why would you never uh well why don't you guys get into a relationship oh it might it might ruin the friendship and i thought about how silly that sounds because that's like the go-to phrase that people like to say well if we get involved if we we might ruin our friendship but Shouldn't friendship be one of the most important things in a relationship? Like, shouldn't you be friends with somebody before you um, commit yourself to a relationship? So before I get into the relationship aspect of how friendship is important, I want to cover the friendship as- aspect that's important. Because the, friend, the word friend is thrown around a lot like love is. And a lot of times, people are really not friends. They're just acquaintances, people that you just know. You don't really know them intimately. You see them enough and but are they really really a friend and people go back and forth for the definition of a friend is but you know obviously i i feel that the friend is somebody that's not afraid to tell you when you're on the wrong track uh and is really going to be honest with you and it's not a ride or die i seen another thing that was funny i was following somebody and she was like i'm not a ride die girl i need to ask where we're going or why we're going there and i think that sums it up right because a lot of times we're told to ride till the wheels fall off or support anybody no matter what they do and most of the time, it shouldn't be like that. Sometimes friends got to call each other out, you know? Like when you see somebody, your friend driving drunk, don't allow your friend to drive drunk. But again, let's take this back to the relationship and why I think that's one of the most silliest things I've heard. I think a lot of times when you meet somebody, you rush into the relationship. Now, I didn't look up the numbers, but I was wondering, what do you think the average time is when a person meets somebody to before they become intimate. Now, when I be my intimate, obviously, like, let's say they're having sex. Now, I don't know the numbers, but I was thinking probably maybe two weeks. You know, some people might say, you know, a month. But it's rare that people wait to do that. You know, most time when a woman wants to wait, the man is, might put pressure on her, to, you know, to move forward. And I think a lot of the biggest problems that I see in a relationship, I know, speaking from my aspect, the ones I've had, is... We weren't really friends. Now, in business, they tell you if somebody likes you, it's hard for them to fire you, which means even if they have to do some type of cuts, it's going to be hard for them to let you go. So they'll find a reason to have you stick around if they really, really like you. And now in relationships, we see nowadays people split up for nothing. I was noticing something that and I know people this is a big thing now. It's a gender reveal. They're, the big things are gender reveals and there's and there's like these big old weddings. But it seems to me people put more thought and time into the gender reveal in the wedding than they actually do the relationship. And the wedding was this big old thing. The gender reveal is this big old thing. And then before the baby is even out, the person that's the people are broke up or when the baby is born after two years, the people are no longer together. Why is that? Why? Where is it? Where was the friendship at? 
Now I can share my personal experiences, but I always tell you guys a personal story. So I was with uh, my two boys' mom. We was together for you know about ten years, on and off for ten years. And after I came home from prison, you know, we had had some discussions about um, you know certain certain things, and talking about being together, moving forward in the future. And I was like, you know, I gave some thought to it because I was like, it'd be cool to be you know in the home with my boys again and everything. But I asked her a question. I said, um, why when I was doing what I was doing, which was illegal, she knew what I was doing. I asked her, why did you never tell me one time that if you don't stop what you're doing, I'm going to get up and me and the boys are going to leave? Because if you love somebody, I've said this before, you don't watch a person crash out. Now, if they decide to do that, there's nothing that you can do about it. But see, when she had issues, like she used to smoke cigarettes. Now, I told her, I said, look, you smoke them cigarettes. If I see you cigarettes in the house, they're going in the trash. If I see them in the car, I'm throwing them in the trash. Right? See, just, these things are not good for you. Now, people say, oh, my goodness, you're, that's controlling. No, I'm not telling her I'm throwing your clothes off you're wearing. I'm not telling you who to hang out with. But you're, you're struggling with something, so I'm going to help you get over what you're struggling with. And if I see them and catch them, they're getting crushed and they're getting flushed. And eventually she stopped smoking. You know, don't try this at home. But I, I go back to the part about she didn't want to upset me is one of the reasons why she didn't tell me or threaten me that she would leave with the kids because it was important for me to be with my kids. So if she would have said that, I probably nine times out of ten would have stopped what I was doing. But sometimes we have this fear on both sides to tell the person, you know, certain things when we know that they're going around going on a wrong path. You don't want to speak up. So how are you um, connected with this person if you don't even want to speak up and tell them the truth about certain things? And so it, it, it I see a lot of things in the, in the news and the media. Of course, you know, this, they make this big deal with celebrity companies. Everybody's splitting up, and it's always irreconcilable differences in five or six years. You know, people take these vows, and it's like, you know, through sickness and health and, you know, love a person for life. But then when the life part starts, people run out. Now, you know, there's always different circumstances behind the scenes that the person doesn't know. You know, people could be dealing with abuse, which we know is awful, and they shouldn't be in that situation. But if you don't honor your vows, why is that vow? Why is it so easy for you to break the vow that you spent all this time, you know, working up to? Now, here's the thing, a saying that we hear all the time, and I just totally think this is insane. Well, I love a person but I'm not in love with the person. Now, that's just utter nonsense to me. And I know I've heard it said a million times, so let me explain to you why. So I did a little research. I tried to, want to, I, I, I tried to do a little research on some stuff, right? And the first thing I'm going to say is that, obviously, like, love takes work. But now, now, you know, when you have a child, you know, the mother's connected to your child. The first thing they do when the baby is born, they put the mother on top, the baby on top of the mother if they can right away. They suggest that you, even with the dad, so when I had my, had my child, I put him on top of my chest. I was bare, skin-to-skin -skin contact. They say that's good because it leaves, uh, it, it, it releases, uh, I think it's pronounced oxytoxins, which is often referred to as a love or feel-good hormone. It says that when, the, when the, child is on the, the child is on the dad, the dad's testosterone levels also decrease, making both dad and baby feel lighter, more relaxed, and at ease when sharing these new and special moments. Now, you're probably saying, what does this have to do with uh, a relationship and being in love with a person? Well, here's the thing. 
when you first meet a person, right, people are, we like to call it love bombing, or you do everything to make this person, uh, you know, fall for you. And the, and the, the feelings that you feel right in, in the beginning are, they're strong and, and it's there. But those, and, and those chemicals are not released all the time. At some point, those chemicals not released, you have to keep on, you have to keep on building towards it. Because you can't be, you know, you can't make love 24 hours a day. So that chemical that's releasing to make you connect to that person, when that's gone, what's going to make you continue to be uh, attracted towards that person or continue to make the sacrifices you need to be able to stay with that person, right? Because it, it's gone. And that's a lot of times that we see with that, people are not even friends. How are you not, because a friend, I was with somebody, look, one of the first person I ever loved in my whole entire life. I didn't see anybody else when I was with her. It could be the person, walk, a woman walk in front of me nude and I wouldn't pay attention. Because when you really, really love a person, you don't do things purposely to hurt them. And most of the time you try not to do, you, you're trying not even to do it uh, subconsciously. You're, you're aware of their feelings. You're aware of, if I do this, this is gonna hurt this person. You know, we see a lot of cheating, right? But there's acts before the cheating even starts that it has a time to come in that you can tell yourself, wait, where does the love kick in for this person? Okay, my shirt is being removed. Why don't I think about the other person? Okay, my pants are being removed. Okay, why? your love for the other person should kick in at some point. Now, you know, again, you know, people make mistakes, but I'm just a firm believer. Like, you don't go kick your child, right? You would never do that. As you know, since you have a love for them. And of course, the love between the child and the person is different, but the still same thing still is applied. At some point, you have to think about the other person. And that's why I think friendships and relationships are very important. Because there's going to be times when, you know, you get older. You're going to need somebody to be there. I've seen the story. I don't know if it was a guy from Porsche or somewhere. His wife got dementia or one other, and then he left. I've seen somebody that recently that I know that lives in the home. And his wife, I guess he mistreated his wife in some way when they when he was sane and he ended up getting dementia and, and she left. So he's at the house falling down, you know, bruising himself, doesn't remember nothing, screaming, doing all type of different things. And and unfortunately, you know, those are the things that happen. But I think a lot of times, especially in the younger generation, the, there's no friendships built. There's no getting to know each other. It's you see a person, you're attracted to them. Uh, you guys are intimate, and after that cycle wears off, then what happens? Then you have problems, and there's no way for you to even be able to work through the problems. Because guess what? Even the good book tells you that if you get married, there's going to be tribulation, which means there's going to be issues that come up in a relationship no matter what. No matter how you try to work it, try, how you can try to ignore things, there's going to be things that come up in the relationship that just make you, oh, it's going to challenge your care for the person. And I don't think social media helps a lot. I know I was on this Instagram. I'm like, this, this Explorer page on Instagram should be banned. If you like one picture, I'm seeing women. I'm like, my goodness. You know, if you spend a lot of time on this thing, <laughs> this ain't good for no relationship. Because I've seen some people in here. I'm like, where, where do they, they build these girls in the lab? And I'm sure, you know, some women, you know, feel the same way. So you have so much access to your, your scrolling and, and people are making comments. But the truth is, everybody has some type of issue. You know, I used, to tell, I used to tell my sister, look, I wouldn't want me for you. Don't get anybody like me. I got kids by different women. I, you know, I'm not responsible at times. I wouldn't want, you, you know, look for somebody that, that, that's stable, that's normal in the sense. You know what I mean? 
because this is stuff that's just all all over over the place over here. And again, so getting back to the friendship, the reason why uh, are in the relationship, because I just see so many people, you know, breaking up. Fortunately for me, I know a lot of people that have been married for a long time. My parents were actually divorced when I was younger and got remarried when I when I was like 16 and they've been been remarried ever since. But, you know, that's a different type of different type of love, different type of time. But again, they're friends. You know, they really, really actually care about each other. And so when you care about a person, you're going to do the best that you can, you know, to not hurt them. And I think that's what's missing a lot of times in the world. People don't really, really have good friends and they need it. And especially in a relationship to have anything serious, you need to have that. And so what do you think would make a good friend as far as far as that? Again, I spoke earlier. Sometimes you have to speak up and tell the person, you know, I don't have to go this way. You shouldn't go this way. Sometimes you have uh, rough patches in your life and the other person, your partner, has to pick you up. You know, I have uh, uh, my buddy and his girl coming on soon and and she's she's like that. Like he went through his stretch where, you know, he has some things going on and she's been there and never said anything and done her part. I went to the total opposite. I went through a situation and and I was made to feel like I was the worst person in the world, you know, because I couldn't make certain commitments due to uh, what we want to call this external forces that were going on. So is a person really your friend? Is a person really your friend when they get irritated by, you know, the thing, certain things you do, right, that you can't control? Oh, you blink too much. Oh, you, you know, how you talk. That's irritating. Well, obviously, you know, that's going to go over to the relationship. It's going to have issues. And so I see a lot of people um, holding on to things. And I think what's really, really missing is people have to go back to the drawing board and learn what, what made you appeal to this person and how you can really be there because that love word gets thrown out so many times and there's plenty times that the love just isn't there. And I really believe it's because the friendship was never there. Because again, like I said, there's some things that you just you don't want to do. There'd be times I hadn't wanted to do something in, but because of the, my feelings for the person, you get up and you make the sacrifice. It's anything in relationships and that stuff takes sacrifice. Everything's not going to be one-sided. It shouldn't be one-sided. But again, when you care about the person, when you're committed to the person, when you feel for that person, you're going to do things that you that you might not want to do. And so, uh, um, again, it go it goes back to, uh, you know, working that compat compatibility. It takes work. You might not get you might not just get along. And sometimes people think that it shouldn't be this hard. Right. It really shouldn't be that hard. Two people like the, each other. It should just work out. It's not it, doesn't happen. One person comes from this side of the road, the other person comes from this side of the road, they come together, they got all other type of different issues, there's going to be some type of clashing. Where does the love kick in? Where does the friendship kick in to make those things work out? And again, I speak from personal experience because I look back and reflect on a lot of my relationships and I'm like, well, I really wasn't friends with the person. I know I really didn't love them because I did stuff that if a person loved, that they wouldn't do. And and I guess I just seen what made me think about this this week is I just seen so many stories. I was on people or, you know, you go on Apple News and see and everybody's breaking up. Everybody's breaking up. That's just the stuff that's reported, you know, for the media. But you just got people around you, you know, breaking up. And I'm like and you look at the time where they were together for two years or they were together for four years. Or they were together for seven years. And I'm thinking people are not even making it to 10 years. But you spent 
all this time, you know, doing a, a elaborate wedding and showing the showing the world, you know, this, but you'd be better off just putting as much time as it into try to fixing what's going on. And if your friendship was there, you know, it should work. You would think, but it doesn't happen like that. And so at some point, I mean, it's not it's not like what I'm saying is going to make a whole difference in the world. People are people are some people are stuck in their ways. Some people just believe that's not the truth. I, I, I talked to uh, um, Chase's mom. Shout out to Chase's mom. Chase's mom and dad, they be hating on me. No filter game. They be like, oh, you got filters. That's why your skin look like that. This is hashtag no filter game on the uh, it's never about the uh, cake uh, podcast. But. Again, that love word is just thrown out so much. I've seen it. I think I've seen 50 Cent or something say something about it this week, how it's thrown around a lot. And it is thrown around a lot. And, it, and you know, hopefully, when pe I hope that my daughter actually finds somebody that, you know, really, really is her friend first before they hop into the love stage. I've said it many times before. Love is, is, is powerful, you know. And the person that you choose to be your mate, that's one of the biggest decisions you make in your whole life who you choose to not only have kids with if you decide to have kids, but who you choose to give yourself to. Because you give yourself to the wrong person, when you come back, you might never be the same again. And you know, and that's just the facts of the matter. And, and it's unfortunate, but that's what we see. So my point is, like, people should take time. Just take the time. Learn, learn about people, and, that, and, and not that superficial stuff. Well, you know what the person's favorite color is. That, that doesn't do nothing. And knowing they like red is not going to help you when when um, one of their family members dies or somebody gets sick and you have to go in there and maybe help them in the restroom or, you know, help them. To, that's not going to help. You need to really, really get to know, you know, what bothers the person, what you can what you can do to help the person be better, what you can do to help them grow, what you guys can do to grow together, because relationships really are the basis of what goes on in the world. Everything is a relationship, right? You go to your job, you have a relationship with your coworkers, you have a relationship with your boss. That's what makes the thing go together is a relationship. And if you have a good relationship, it can take you far in a lot of places. If you don't have a good relationship, well, look at me. <laughs> Anyhow. So, yeah, it's, 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 it's never about the cake. Uh, that's the new name. Um, the next couple of weeks, I have back-to-back -back guests. It won't be me. We'll get some a different perspective up here. Uh, I'll be uh, Terry Lamar Winfrey, uh, be able to uh, talk about that. Um, and so I want to bring a different perspective, you know, have some interviews. I've actually reached out to somebody else that was uh, uh, doing a substance. She's dealing with substance. She's recovered from substance from three years. I kind of want her to tell her story on, you know, the things that she went through, what she's had had to battle. I have a couple coming on. Uh, uh, it's my boy and his girl. Uh, they have a great relationship. They work through things. I, I like, you know, how they have each other's back. And then I have a, a, a psychologist, um, licensed married and family therapist coming on. And then we'll cover some things like, um, you know, depression, um, uh, trauma, childhood trauma, adolescent trauma, just a lot of things. So we could just do a different perspective. You know, again, um, that's what we want to do. We want to talk about, you know, the topics, you know, be able to get the uh, other people's opinion. Uh, talk about it and then hopefully when you guys listen you take from some you take something from it and you're like okay i can see how that is i can see how that goes so uh bear you know keep following me bear with me you know uh this is still the episode number five me and cole we, we're still working out the kinks 
you know, we go back to the lab when we're done. We talk about what we can do better. At some point, it's going to be seamless. I'm going to come in here. It's going to look like I've been doing it for 20 years. You know, now I'm just bouncing back and forth trying to um, bring something meaningful and not just be on here talking. So, you know, once again, this is uh, it's never about the cake. If you didn't catch this backstory about that, it was something that uh, my daughter had going on. And it was never about the cake, but it was something else that was going on. So we're getting out of here on this note. I love this song right here. A beautiful song. I hope you guys enjoyed the show. And uh, yeah, follow me. I'm still on Surviving J9 on Instagram. Follow on TikTok. Follow Cole. He's on Instagram. Whatever you do, don't follow his home. Oh, oh, oh.